Mayday, Mayday! What's going on? Mayday, Mayday! I need all your homework! Yeah. Well, we're the podcast to save you. This is it. Is that good opening? That was the worst one. I know, it wasn't the best <laughs> one. But anyway, welcome everybody to Homework <coughs> with Friends. This is the podcast where you come for the homework. And you stay for the friends. And the friends are Logan. And as Dalton. Me, and as Dalton. Over I stepped here. on your words. That's all right. Our rapport is off. And we suck. Yeah, no. But you know, the good news is we haven't seen each other, you know, thoughtfully in a couple days. It's been a bit. So. Yeah, so we got some stuff. We can maybe catch up. Yeah. Catch up on the world a little bit. I'm but, um, do it. yeah, this is a podcast. Here's another unnecessary intro to it. We assign each other homework each week. That's not normally what you do. No, giving up on the old thing? Well, sometimes I do the, this is your first one, All right. do the classic why joke, you know what I mean? <laughs> kind of play why? it out. Why is this your first one? <laughs> <laughs> it's not too inventive. Uh, but yeah, we just sign each other homework every week. We're, this is semester three. three. Things are getting relaxed. Things are getting relaxed in semester three. We're kind of settled in. Yeah. I mean, we've definitely nailed the aspect of talking for an hour. We have. We I can think. do that. Yeah, we're in a, we're probably in a new dorm room. Yeah, you know, feeling cool. Exactly. We might get an apartment next. There's like a semester. whole new class of freshmen coming in. What, we're just what like, are what are you, <laughs> what are you dweebs doing? <laughs> we're recruiting. Semester them. three would be a sophomore year. I guess it would be sophomore yeah. year. We'd be coming back after summer break, feeling hot. Oh yeah, we're, we're we're pumped up. Yeah, like we're still. We just got past syllabus week, which was last week. And mm-hmm. uh, for those of you who listened, thank you. We know it was a little bit rougher audio quality than we normally have. It was, yes. Um, but I think it still is going to come out to be a, an all time classic episode. Yeah, it's the first remote one. Yeah, it's the first remote yeah. one. So it was a milestone at the very least. Yeah, probably. Hopefully, I I would like to think it's our only. Yeah, only I don't want to do a lot of them. No. Maybe like for interviews and stuff like that, but yeah. I don't want to. I don't think that's a fun thing. Well, I was listening to it in my car, and it was kind of popping my ears a couple times. Popped like, him, popped my ears. Ah. You know? yeah. yeah, it was a fun one though. I, I re-listened to the Halloween guidelines the other day. I was like, hmm. Thought you graded a little too harsh. I graded a little too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were pretty good. Uh, they were good. They were. Good. I think it was just the missing component. I'm stuck in semester two with yeah. everything. You know we. It's tough to grade. It is tough to grade. This is maybe not the best thing for a friendship is to evaluate each other every week. That's kind of the only friendship that I want. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think about it at all after we've recorded it. Nope. I'm kind of excited in the moment if I get ahead of the class, but not really. I don't. This has been discussed plenty, but I forget everything that happened immediately. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a fun winter break. Is we'll try to make you do all thirty of our homework assignments, all thirty of just your homework assignments. Won't remember. I wonder if we could get somebody on and we could each try to write them down. Oh. Oh. Like each one of ours or each other's? That would be even harder. Oh, we had to write down the other, like what we assigned the person? Mm-hmm. And maybe that'd be easier. You seem to remember the homework you assigned me a lot better than right. I remember it. Yeah, this is off mic stuff. Hey, this is all, hey, behind the scenes, <laughs> baby. Uh, but so one thing uh, we like to encourage everybody to do is to email us at homeworkwithfriends at gmail.com. We got some emails. Uh, if you ever want to, well, they're kind of old, <laughs> <All right. laughs> but there's uh, a couple that we just need to catch up on because we can't spend all, too much time at the top of the episode reading them. But we do encourage if you got episode ideas, if you have feedback for the pod, if you have any sort of fun anecdote that you want to share. So uh, the quick one to start us off, we have one from Mike Mullaney. Oh, look at that. Mike Mullaney, Former one guest. of the sharks from our Shark Week episode. Um, the, he, I would, some would say the better shark. I don't think so, because he gave away all of his investment to you, <laughs> so I'm team Chelsea as my shark. But uh, So Mike had a response to uh, the, the Halloween tips, Okay, and it said, he, or Mike reads, uh, senior year I tried to pass out candy from the 312 stoop, 312 being the, the address of the college house he was at, uh, he says, I think maybe two people stopped by, assuming there was a neighborhood directive to avoid the house at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm going to automatically reply with one of these suggested Gmail replies. Interesting. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Here's Uh, the thing. I think that's a valid point. Yeah. I think that's a special situation, though. That place was, I think, condemned by the entire neighborhood. It was. It's not not there anymore, is it? Prior to that. It is still there. There's a family living there now. It was gross. It was disgusting. It was not a great conch house. No. Uh, But we got some more. We got some other stuff we're going to read here. And I'm going to read old. 
Dom Stokowski, normal fan Dom Stokowski over yeah, here. Very average fan. Very average fan. I'm saying maybe he misses a few episodes, doesn't really bother to catch yeah. back up. I'm going to go like probably like five points below special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, five points below special. Yeah. If like super fans are, are special, scale of one to ten. Oh, uh, okay. But no, right at a five. I think normal fan is yeah. maybe adequate fan. Yeah. I like adequate fan. Um, or I like better the closet fans who we don't even know. Listen, yeah. there's interesting ones. There you go, Dom. Uh, Best shout out we've given. <laughs> <laughs> you can earn super fan status. You might be there. You don't even want it. Um, so let's see. Uh, he had one about hometowns. So okay. he's got a homework idea talking about um, learning about like our hometown geographic area. Mm-hmm. Dom, love the idea. We're going to put a pin in that one, maybe use it down the line. Yeah, keep that in the back pocket. Uh, he's got another prompt here. It says he'd love to hear the history of our hometowns uh, when they found a significant events, but he would also like to hear the top five things we missed about our hometowns once we left besides family, friends, and pets. So uh-huh. thank you, Dom, for that email. And I think the way we can extrapolate that is just, what are some things you missed about Kent once you oh, were... Uh... If that was a homework assignment, I think I'd smoke you. Yeah. Oh, a full... Oh, yeah. You would destroy me. You've done actual research about yeah. your hometown. You have a very interesting thing that happened. I know. Uh, what are Creek. things that I miss about Almost Kent? got a Canes. That's the You most... guys got a Canes? Almost got a Canes. <laughs> that was the big thing that happened lately. You guys got one big road, I bet. Oh, yeah. It's got all the chains on it. It's great. <laughs> all the chains, no Canes. But anyway... Uh, but yeah, what, what you miss the most about uh, hometown? Um... Boy, that's tough. There's a lot of great things. So much, uh, probably a lot of the the local restaurants and food yeah. are a big one. Uh, there's a place called Taco Tantos. Oh. Uh, some of the listeners out there might have, have been around. and been Did we at... say Kent? We already said Kent, right? Yeah. This is Kent, Ohio. This is know. Kent, Ohio. Okay. Home of Kent State University. Ah. Uh, the famed Black Squirrels. And? Uh, me. Well, in the... Birthplace of me. In the, the tragic... Shooting. Well, we don't need to get into that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's not bring it down. I'm, a, I'm not trying to bring it up. Okay, there was a big shooting there. <laughs> We're not laughing Four at the Four people shooting. died. We're uncomfortable processing the sad. emotions. It's not. Let's move on anyway. So you miss what? Sheets? Yep. <laughs> Sheets is a big one. Um, I think I get the same type of nostalgia that anybody does for their hometown. The thought of like, I could picture like the roads that I like to drive on, you know. Yeah. As a, as a teenager, mm-hmm. uh, at night listening to some angsty music. Um, then yeah, so many. A lot of it is the food and restaurants. My, I mean, he didn't want us to touch on family, but everybody I know is from, like, all my entire family is from Kent. So, so. it's kind of like a big. Yeah, Dom, yeah. you 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 took away some pretty big things. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, that is all I care about seeing anymore is friends and family when I go back. I. I have a, like, uh, I just, I miss it in general just a lot, No, for no specific reasons. I love it. Yeah. I think that most people do love their hometown. There's probably some people out there that would say that I'm wrong about that, and they hated their hometown, couldn't wait to get out. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, but <laughs> uh, you better say something. But no, I love mine. I think it's, like, a, a wonderful place. Yeah, I know. I lived there for a spell. It was yeah. great. Um, Beautiful city, fun downtown. Mm-hmm. It's great. It was, I mean, it's a little different because I ended up, like graduating from Kent State, but I like in high school I missed being able to to go play around on a, like a huge beautiful college campus, yeah, and like have all the access to that type of stuff. Oh, you mean once you went to college? What's that? You mean like once you went to college? Well, it's like weird to say that that's something I miss now because I I went there, <laughs> <laughs> but before you yeah. went there, uh, and then there's just so many cool things. There's like the little Kent stage, which they will randomly have like big. People, like yeah. big-ish people. Um, I saw a Brett Denon concert there. That was wonderful. Uh, so, man, it's just a lot. It's a hit place. It's a great, it's a, I mean, it, that it's was a, a happening place. I mean, it still is happening, but that was like a pretty big city for like artists to flock to for a yeah. while. I mean, I know you know all of it, yeah. but to those out there, it's like that's where like a lot of bands would go through there. A lot of people went to the college because of it being Kent State. We got Arsenio Hall and Joe Walsh, baby. That's crazy. <laughs> And then I heard uh, the vibe like drastically changed after the tragedy. I think I would assume that's what I've heard. So, is that yeah. it was just kind of like, oh, okay, so this is a oh, oh boy. Yeah, but then we you know we got Jim Carrey right after. Yeah, soon after that, he brought it back. Jim Carrey went there. Drew Carrey, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 Drew Carrey. Uh, that's great. Well, I guess I can uh, touch on old Beaver Creek, Ohio, Let's a little bit here. 
going back home. You were just there recently. I was just there recently, but I, it was all family. Yeah, you guys, you guys know this. <laughs> uh, I like, yeah, I recorded from home. So I miss recording from home. It's comfy. Not really. It was uncomfortable. I love being back at the table. <laughs> like being back at the table? I like being in person doing the podcast. Yeah. Kind of, I was like kind of looking off in the middle distance. I was looking up shit on my laptop a couple times. I was just staring at my phone like it was you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there he is. And I do look a lot like a phone, so you I don't do. blame you. But I, uh, I mean, so th- you know what? Here's what I'll say. Uh, there's this pizza place called Cousin Vinny's, and it's fucking bomb. Mm-hmm. And it's not good pizza. I think there's even like a thing where it's like it's really, it's it's mainly just drunk pizza. Yeah, getting, getting it sober is almost kind of a letdown. But from like very late high school through college, coming back home. It was legitimately one of the things I look forward to the most. Like if we were going over like a, we only had like one friend in town who had an apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we get back from college, we'd just like flock to his apartment because he lived by himself, get super drunk, uh, play video games. And then around like one or two, somebody would order Cousin Vinny's. And I yeah. remember getting so excited for those mm-hmm. moments because you got a big fat soda pop. Which is always kind of fun. Yeah. If you're just drinking or whatever, you get a little break. It's like, I mean, it's, it's liquid candy. It's the best. Yeah, soda. Ooh. And then you get the pizza pie, which is just good. It's good pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it's not great pizza, but it's pizza at 2 a.m. when you're drunk. So it's the best pizza. The very greatest. It's amazing. <laughs> and then they have these breadsticks, which I swear to God, they dump a whole bottle of Parmesan cheese on every single time. It's like <laughs> every thick, single stick. It's the thickest cheese amount mm. I've ever seen. And it's all super salty and granular because it's not good parmesan yeah. cheese there's not a lot of flavor it tastes kind of like it's like sawdusty but it's like kind of good you guys can't see this at home but i am drooling yeah 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 he's salivating he's got his jaw on the table <laughs> he's looking at me like he's like some type of cartoon dog. style yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um so i think uh, it sounds weird but if, if family and friends are off the table i gotta go cousin Vinny's. Dom's from my area, so yeah, he if, knows if family and friends are off the table it's gonna be mostly food, food stuff based, from, yeah. yeah there's not i mean like even when I go back now, I mean, there's like there's like a bar that is pretty guaranteed fun to go to because there's yeah, always have, like some people who just stuck around there. We Other have a decent that, amount of bars that I really enjoy, but that it comes back to like I want my friends. Like I miss yeah, going to yeah, those yeah, bars yeah. with my friends. You know, being home right now just kind of means I probably have access to a car, which I currently don't, oh, yeah. and so I can drive around. So I end up driving around. A I lot. guess that's everywhere but Chicago, but I do miss driving. Plus, there's a storage unit. That my parents are like slowly trying to clear out, mm-hmm. so it's fun to. It's like garage. It's like going to a garage sale, but it's all your old stuff. Yeah. But I just like, oh yeah, I forgot all about that. this. I just dig around boxes for an hour sometimes. Mm-hmm. So that's home. Beaver Creek is a lot of digging through boxes and getting cousin Vinny's pizza. Oh man. Well, thanks, Dom. Thanks, Dom. That was a great topic. What's Dom doing? What's Dom doing? Let's call. Him. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, just to touch on it real quick, we did have another email from Drew. The, I I was gonna of course say. We did. <laughs> Uh, There's no world where Drew didn't Once again, I, I liked it. I, uh, um, it was an idea for an episode kind of doing a personality exam, yeah. like a Myers-Briggs. So I'm assuming we could extrapolate that to like a history of like mm-hmm. personality exams or something and have us actually take it. Yeah. And then on top of that, um, he said maybe we could like, you know, talk about standardized testing, all that kind of stuff. So, okay. you know what, Drew, you're, I just going to let you know you've, you've been heard and we like it. Yeah, and honestly, if you're tired of like working full time and living in Boston, just come with, to Chicago with your lovely lady. Just abandon it all. Come to Chicago, be an unpaid uh, producer on this podcast. Yep, uh, Diana could come. You can have my room. Yeah, I, yeah, you can have my room too. <laughs> you guys, can, you, we'll live in the living. You room. You guys can have the apartment, and we'll move to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> we're basically just doing a trading spaces situation yeah we'll leave all the stuff you guys take over the podcast yeah that'd be fun oh and then we'll just be two, two normal human beings in boston yeah that'd be awesome i'll be a, what, a doctor and <laughs> and i will be doing something with furniture hmm. uh drew correct us please <laughs> homework with friends at gmail.com <laughs> uh but thanks guys we love the engagement um and then you know today we got a themed episode themed episode it's space space is as recommended there. by super fan annette fetter and i'm excited about it i'm jazzed up i like space stuff i do too i don't know why what do you like more space or deep deep ocean oh space space oh my gosh i saw an eel 
in the ocean that can blow its whole mouth up like it's oh like i saw cartoon. that yeah, yeah yeah it's like jaw comes out and then opens yeah. up space is cool but that's kind of more terrifying. you can't do that what you can't do that no i just did it earlier when you yeah. were talking about the pizza i know <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound the eel made yeah you hear the eel just was going hammer 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 uh no deep space for sure okay. i mean i think it's like so the, the the deep is finite. We mm-hmm. just we just don't know a lot about it. It's like what is it like ninety seven percent undiscovered species are all down in the the depths below that we You're just talking ocean right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like deep Crazy. deep space is like much more like speculative. Speculative. So I think in my head that's a little bit more like there's a lot more creativity you can have with like when you think about other planets. And but here's the thing: look, we, man, I made we, a whole puppet show of the planets. You know, I like that space. I know you do. Well, what about just, you? What you I like? You like it? I was just trying to spice it up, bring, <laughs> bring some questioning into it. <laughs> kind of doing my own email. <laughs> <laughs> you like space or the ocean? I'm gonna start emailing homework with friends. Oh man! Hey, if y'all said if anybody wants to be our email manager, that'd be great. And if any college person out there wants a communications internship, you can handle all social media and marketing. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you like the deep? The deep of the ocean? Well, I'm just saying we found like tangible, cool stuff down there. That's and I true. don't. Here's this goes along with my homework, but I don't find like seeing other planets that cool. Like I want to see the monster. You want to see the monsters on the planet? Yeah. Oh, well, I guess there are aliens on our planet. We just can't see them. Yeah, they're in the sea. They're in this apartment <laughs> right now. <laughs> I didn't like that. You didn't like that one? No, because I ripped my skin off and then showed my extra mandibles <laughs> i'm a predator <laughs> i'm a predator I'm a pre- wait i mean a predator alien i should say okay should clarify well are we doing this we're doing what the homework i don't know diving in what else do we do what do we oh i saw um sometimes we rapport build i uh, i did part of your homework <laughs> yeah oh yeah we should clarify something that happened yeah. so the homework assignment for me this week was to watch First Man, uh, little did we know, it's not coming out that weekend. It comes out this weekend. I even looked at the date and just <sighs> in my head said, yeah, that'll work out. I didn't even question you. <laughs> I, I was like, this man knows his movies. And then I, uh, we had to throw an audible and we we're like, oh shoot, I'll just have to like watch a space movie. Mm-hmm. And then Uh-oh. we found press screeners because we're yes. in the great city of Chicago. So a lot of movies come here for a test audiences. Well, not even test audiences, just the reviewers were going to be doing it, so they invite other people to come yeah. and fill the crowd. And I'm going to be honest, they didn't look like credible reviewers. They didn't? No. I don't know. So, hey, that 84 on Metacritic, grain of salt, guys. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't get ahead of yourself. But uh, So I was like, sweet, we're going to be able to watch this movie. In fact, yeah. Don was going to be able to see it, too. I was, I, I was uh, excited. It turns out I had a concert that same <laughs> night, so <laughs> I couldn't go, but uh, Dalton went. I went. Yeah, so... Uh, so let me tell you guys about First Man real quick, since Logan will not. Yeah. Uh, about what you'd expect. Okay. You know? I'm not going to give it high praise. Uh, it was beautifully shot. Uh-huh. Really cool shots of, like, uh, especially when they're when he's actually in these, like, I, w- I won't say, like, just the one shuttle, because he's in very many different types Several of, Several like, shuttles? Yeah. Like, not, not just, like, just shuttles. Just like an but airport. Like, but, like, um, like, they have, like him like on like little practice moon landing things oh. and uh like there's a scene with him in just like a regular kind of plane in the beginning just really shot really well and it was fake right like everybody knows everybody knows this it is didn't fake. happen yes yeah they touch on that they actually have actual neil armstrong pop up at the end he goes we faked it all <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> um but but let's go to mars uh, it's classic biopic, man. Yeah, you're getting you're getting what you expect I from it. Uh, Gosling's great. He does really well. He doesn't. I don't think he has to stretch too far. He has like two really emotional scenes. Uh-huh. Other than that, he's just doing the Gosling. How are the songs? They're kind of, dude. That's the thing that I dislike the most. They kind of, it they it seemed like they took the La La Land score and just added like peppered a little bit more intense stuff over top of it, and we're like. Damon City Chazelle was like stars. perfect, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was. Yeah, dude, that take. was the weirdest part because you'll when you watch it, I'm sure you'll see it. Yeah, I'm assuming, but you'll start to hear it, and you're like, "Oh, is this? Where's Emma Stone at? He's gonna start dancing right now." Yeah, uh, and then it'll just like switch over to some more like, like <laughs> the classic space. Yeah, score. I mean, hot take on scores mm-hmm. a lot of times, man. 
lot of you composers out there, you're phoning it in. You know I it. I think that they are. 100%. Eh. You get those keys out, little MIDI compositions, sounds like strings. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Timpani. Yeah, you know all about this. You're a big, you're a big music guy. Yeah, and I phone it in. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever make the scores or something, I put, you know, there's a little string. Maybe I'm, I am bad at it, but I think some composers are all forgettable. Yeah. Not all. I mean, Not that. Some. And some this is a great are. engagement opportunity. If you disagree or have a different opinion, homeworkerfriends yeah. at gmail.com. Send That's that email. Uh, at homework pod at Twitter. But guess what? Now it's time for the homework. Oh, snap. I wasn't even done. Oh. But with, I'm just going to wrap it up. Wrap it up. Uh, first man deserving of the 84. Uh, don't expect to be shocked. You know the story. And turns out he doesn't. I just the, the, most, the thing that I learned is just Neil Armstrong doesn't. He's, he's emotionally closed off. That's it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, just like Gosling. That's the only himself. new thing I learned. Look at that. That's it. How's he looking in a spacesuit, though? Hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy's a handsome man. I was hiding a boner the whole time. Yeah, he's my hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> with with who? There's no one for for your what girlfriend? My future one. <laughs> just so she knows I did it. Um, but hey, now let's, yeah, we can get into homework. Time for homework. I'm the head of the class. Here's what I'm saying. What's up? Let's hear about those exoplanets, uh, Dalton. Okay. Let's do it. I almost said exoplanet skeleton there for a second. Let's homework up. Here ready? it comes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and we're ready. We don't, we don't have a lot of negative space in the podcast. So no. We could be a little quieter sometimes. Yeah. We could stand to do it. We're going to turn into an ASMR podcast <laughs> and just start making noises in the mic. Ooh, that's people are gonna hate that. <laughs> um, what does ASMR stand for? Um, awesome sounds my rectum. Because <laughs> be. I don't buy, I don't buy it. It's, it's got to be right. Junk science. Okay, exoplanets. Mm-hmm. I believe that my so my assignment yes. for for anybody who didn't listen last week, from what I remember, I didn't double check, but why <laughs> start was to tell you guys a little bit about exoplanets and then maybe zero in on one specific one correct yes and then when you're like your favorite yes yeah i think i got it that's it that's what i did it's all up to you let's let's hear it okay here we go exoplanets what are they exoplanets are planets that orbit around a different sun than ours so essentially just any any planet that's not in our solar system got it uh that's about as special as it gets. That's it. Oh. Is any other any other planet that's orbiting around like a, a star or a sun similar? All right, on to my homework. There are <laughs> <laughs> there are three thousand seven hundred and ninety one confirmed exoplanets. I'll give you a little breakdown of uh, what they are. That's a lot of exoplanets. I know, right? Wait, three thousand. Three thousand seven hundred and ninety one confirmed exoplanets. Oh wow! Uh, about fifteen hundred and sixteen of them are Neptune like. A lot of Neptune-like planets out there, like the god of the sea, Neptune. Yeah, they're all standing there with, with little the, tridents. Yeah, with tridents, <laughs> riding dolphins, and they're Jason Momoa. Ooh, that's scary. I mean, uh, kind of cool. Twelve hundred and thirty-seven of them are of them are gas giants. Eight hundred and fifty-eight are super Earths. One hundred and fifty-five are terrestrial planets. So I, I assume like that means similar to Earth or Mars. And then there's 25 unknown, which I don't know. Ooh, maybe it's like an ice planet or a yeah. fire planet. Well, you think that Pluto's an ice planet, and they said that's not a thing. It's a, a big, dwarf planet. Yeah, you're just a big, dumb ice ball. Yeah. So the most recent one that was discovered was the HD 217850B. And it has very high definition, right? Mm-hmm. It's very clear. Yeah. Uh, so and it is a gas giant. And that orbits the G star. It has a mass of at least twenty one point six Jupiters, which is a big planet. Well, Jupiter's all gas, isn't yeah. it? Well, yeah, it's another gas giant. Oh, but it's twenty. It's it's twenty one point six Jupiters. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It takes nine point six years to complete one orbit of its star, and is five. Or 4.56 AU from its star. I don't know what that means. AU? I didn't look it up. All right, losing points. Uh, its discovery was announced in 2018. Oh, so it's a newer one. It's very new. This is your favorite? No. Oh. 
This is I'm just giving you some just some examples. Yeah. Oh, okay, I this don't is know. Just I don't the know. New, this is the newest one. Oh, what's it's called? It, this is HD Rumble. The planet. HD two one seven eight five zero B. And for those, I'll, I'll I'll throw this in there right now. So in these planets, if there's more than one exoplanet rotating around a star, they're numbered by letter. So the first one would be A, second one would be B, third one would be C. Okay. Uh, so on. So whenever there's a attached little letter at the end, you know it's the the certain number of like in there. That's in the a sequence in that yeah. solar system. Yeah. So yeah, the first scientific detection of an exoplanet began, or the first scientific detection of exoplanets began in 1988. Shortly afterwards, the first confirmed detection came in 1992, my birth year. Uh huh. Coincidence? Look at I that. Think no, not. I probably not. No, this homework is kismet. It was me. <laughs> You're uh, the exoplanet or you found it? No, both. Uh, with the discovery of several terrestrial mass planets orbiting the pulsar PSR B1257 plus 12. <laughs> <laughs> why, can't, why, why they can't get better names, I don't know. But <laughs> Yeah, just call them... <laughs> Why didn't know. they stop at B one two five seven? Why did they have to put the plus twelve? B one two five seven. If you know, if you know, let planet. me know. I'm just saying, you have NASA, space guys, Hubble. Look, you got this great opportunity, and I'm assuming you're listening. Name me some fun things. I know, and here's we we spend. How much time do you think that they the world spends coming up with names for her, for every hurricane? Exactly. And we can't come up with a fun name for a planet? And it's like, think about it. Like, advertisers, if I'm making a movie, I'm going to sponsor a planet. Yes. That's like Fast and Furious 8, the planet. Or, you know, I just want normal names. I like, mean, Milky Way already sponsored That's Delilah. <laughs> that's, you want Nora Delilah? That's Amber. <laughs> <laughs> uh, They're my favorite ones. <laughs> Uh, the first confirmation of the exoplanet <laughs> orbiting a main sequence star was made in 1995 when a giant planet was found in a four-day orbit around a nearby star, 51 Pegasi. That's the name of that one? That's the name of the star. Got it. I don't know what the name Oof. of the planet is. These names. So, here's a, a few of the most promising uh, exoplanets for being habitable. That's great. We have Kepler 186f, if you remembered from the lesson. Yeah, so it's the F in the sequence. I don't yes, know the, just making sure you guys it's remember. Yes, uh, Kepler 452b, Proxima. It was a six. I have to correct myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just started doing the counting again. I'm not fact checking you. I know, but our listener uh, will. Proxima Centauri b. That's a cool name. Kepler's that, these are all cooler names. Yeah. Uh Kepler 62F and Trappist 1. Trappist 1. How about one? that for a name? That Trappist sounds like a good one. name for like a mixtape. Oh. The Trappist 1. Yeah. You should make that the name of your first album. Yeah, sure. I think On it'll it. be I think it'll be well received. Yeah. So, from I picked from that lineup. Okay. Can you guess which one I picked? Genera Proxima 1. That's a stupid guess. I picked Kepler 186F. <laughs> oh, well, of course. <laughs> yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking dumb, man. <laughs> so, what color is this planet? I'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know if you're saving a surprise. You're more than welcome to save a surprise. But remember, we added the dunce bonus. Yeah, I have What do you think this bag sitting next to me is for? I don't know, man. Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Okay, <laughs> you keep throwing me off. I'm sorry, man. I'm spicy. I'm, I'm, I'm coming with some heat today. Okay, so Kepler-186F was discovered April 17th, 2014. Okay. Um, I think that's somebody's birthday that I know. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. It's close to Hitler's birthday. Ugh. Yeah, so watch out. Watch out. You remember where you were April 17th, 2014? No. We were living together. Yeah. Oh, I know that. Yeah. Weird. At the Fable 312. And they found it using the Kepler telescope. That's why it's called the Kepler. <laughs> I think it is, yeah. Oh, look yeah, at that. That would make sense. Yeah, it was just, it was found, they, the Kepler telescope was scoping out some uh, habitable zones in a, in this system. They said, hey, there it is. That's that's the one. So, other exoplanets in this zone are, on average, 40% 
bigger than Earth, and it's harder to, to determine their makeup. Uh, only about 10% larger than Earth, Kepler-186f is the closest planet to Earth's size ever found in a habitable zone from its star. Oh. So that's what makes it very special. This is the big boy. This yeah. is the one that everybody talks about. Um, and I think I don't think that they know that much about it, other than it's like similar size and kind of close. Well, and size is key because of gravity. Size, size is key. Size is key. So, although the size of Kepler 186f is known, its mass and composition are not. So it could be like super dense, and we just get sucked right down into yeah. it. Yeah, I'm also tired of saying Kepler 186f. Name it, Delilah. <laughs> Previous research, however, suggests that the planet uh, that a planet the size of Delilah <laughs> is likely to be rocky. The size is rocky. Its size means it's likely to be rocky. Oh, like I have a rocky oh, surface. Okay. Yeah, Mars-like. Mars-like, yes. And everybody knows we're going to be there soon. Yeah. <sighs> Delilah resides in the Kepler one eighty six. System about 500 light years from Earth in the constellation Zingus. <laughs> no, that's sponsored Zingus. by that's sponsored by Big Bang Theory, obviously. Yeah. But Zingus, <laughs> Zingus sounds like a horrible sidekick in a sci-fi movie. Oh, you know, maybe like a good horror movie. Oh, Zingus, look out! It's the Zingus. <laughs> Hello, Master. I am Zingus. I am Zingus. Will bring me to Delilah. <laughs> the system is awesome. Home to four <laughs> companion planets. I'm keeping us on track, guys. I'm sorry. I'm, that's my new thing. Uh, the system is also home to four companion planets, which orbit a star half the size and mass of our sun. They got baby sun. Oh, weak. It is weak. Captain, get out of here. The star is classified as an M dwarf or a red dwarf, a class of stars that make up 70% of the stars in the Milky Way. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty common. We're a red dwarf, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think the the key part of that was, um, I don't know, maybe not M dwarf or Red dwarf. So I I think it's the same thing. It's just I don't know. They made it seem like it was different than our sun when M-dorf the way it was and Zingus. <laughs> <laughs> Delilah orbits its star once every one hundred thirty days, short year. You know, hey, imagine that. Have a birthday every one hundred thirty days. Yeah, you get to you celebrate quick. all the time. Those girls that go, my birthday isn't just a day, it's a whole it's month. It's a whole week. They'd be celebrating a lot. Yeah, they're right. That'd be, t- that'd be a rough year. <laughs> uh, and it receives one-third the energy from its star that Earth gets from the sun, placing it nearer to the outer edge of the habitable zone. On the surface of Delilah, the brightness of its star at high noon is only as bright as our sun appears to us about an hour before sunset. It's always golden hour. It's always golden hour. Photographers get to Delilah. <laughs> well, no, I mean it's golden hour high noon, so it's not always golden. It still moves. Oh. It's not just sitting. <laughs> there would be one half of the planet that was always dark. It's just like always Instagram photographers want to go to Delilah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Which sunset do we check out? Um, as indicated by the F, it's one of five planets in the system. It is an Earth cousin, not an Earth twin. So what that means is that it's because of the the way the star is, and um, like the composite. Like they don't know too much about the composition of it, but how far away it is from the sun. Yeah. And the short the short years, it's not an Earth twin. Would be something ex- like just exactly like Earth. Mm-hmm. It could Earth, be an evil an, twin. Yeah, an Earth cousin <laughs> is just like, hey, we kind of look alike. Yeah, you know? see each other a couple times a year. Yeah, if that. <laughs> I'll like your pictures on Instagram if it's convenient <laughs> for me. Uh, and then, it's, yeah, like we said before, it's um, not only does it get less sun, but its stars weaker and cooler than our sun. Puts off less power, so, you know. They don't burn it all up. Yeah, it's a little baby. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. I was surprised. I'm very excited. Right? You, gonna, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get the uh, I'm gonna get a video ready. You're gonna get a video ready? I don't know. Right. Extra content. Follow us at Lake Street Studios on Instagram. So uh, I have I, I I did a lot of research and I pulled up a lot of pickies mm-hmm. and found uh, by that you mean pictures, correct? Yeah, pickies. Please tell me you made Zingus. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I made Delilah. Okay. <laughs> 
And wait, are you ready for this? I am. This is a this is the first. This is kind of a first like science fair project. This is a yeah. I kind I put in a lot of it. This is a this this is one of the more homeworky homeworks we've done in a long time. And I'm your face is indicating I shouldn't be excited. <laughs> you should not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see it. You ready for this? Yep. So this is <laughs> <laughs> as you can see. This is exactly what the pictures look like. Is it? It is um, a giant pumpkin in space. It is a big giant pumpkin in space. <laughs> it, is, it, is a, it is a nice milky white. And it is has, it really? It has a stem coming out of the top. <laughs> of it. And all, along, all around the planet is its name written <laughs> in black. That's how they found the name. Kepler was like, oh, wow. Yeah, well, so just to describe it briefly, yes. uh, Dalton has pulled out a pumpkin. Yeah. If you cannot tell by his description of the planet. <laughs> Uh, I did not do my own research, so as always, I can't fact check it, so I'm taking you it sure at face can. value. Thank you. And you know what? You did the dunce bonus, my man. You're welcome. It can only help. I mean, it can hurt also. So but... let me let me explain. Okay. I very much banked on you having paint. I know. Uh, you al- you've always had paint. I haven't painted in a long time. I know, but you just always have stuff. I know. I, it's all at home. So I bought this in hopes of like... Being able to do like a fall space theme like crossover and oh, actually painting that'd been fun. You know, one of the planets, but you not having paint and me procrastinating <laughs> led to led to this. <laughs> hey, can I see it? Yeah. You know what? It's a fun. It's de- gonna be a nice decoration. It's right gonna here. be a nice decoration. It is. I the- might go pick up some more. There are three for twelve. Oh wow! Yeah. That's a steal. On I'm gonna get pumpkins. a ton of pumpkins. Um, we can make a pie with our knowledge from last week. Mm-hmm. You know what? This is that assignment. That the kid shows up to school and the teacher just has to go. Something's going on at home. <laughs> <laughs> Something is going Something, on at home. Uh, yeah. is not good. But uh, you know what? It, it's beautiful in my eyes. Thank you. Look at that, Delilah. Yeah, you're like you're like my alcoholic mom who goes, "Ah, they're gonna love it. It's gonna be good." <laughs> Your dad always has paints. I don't know why the hell he took them when he left. Yeah, what are we supposed to do? You want to go to Walmart and get paint? Yeah, here, take this sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's yeah, that's my that's my hey, homework. Excellent homework. I learned a lot. Hey, you know what that was great about your assignment? What? I think we just we we learned what we needed. Yeah, we didn't we didn't deep cut it too hard. It's a little bit of alphabet soup up there with the names. It is. It's annoying. Here's what I'm also gonna say. Who's fact checking these scientists? No, we buddy. don't have the telescopes. Who's fact checking us? So nobody. I, I would like to think there's <laughs> true. Oh, here's here's something. That I should have included. Okay. And I just forgot to okay. put it in there. I meant to do it, but... So the way that we find these isn't really through a telescope. It's through this thing called the like wobble method or wob- wobbly effect or something like that. Got it. And I meant to do like its own little section on that, like a couple minutes on it. But forgot to put it in there. Just remembered right now. Um, if you want to figure out how these planets are discovered, look that up. It was actually pretty cool when I was reading about it. I couldn't really figure it out. It would have just been me reading what I read to you guys because yeah, it, it, not... it didn't make sense to me. But, yeah, I guess to clarify, it's like when we know that there's 3,900 3, planets or whatever, yeah. we don't have, like, crystal clear pictures of all of them. We, yeah. just, we have, like, renderings of what we can assume they might look mm-hmm. like. And I think it's kind of like an advanced version of a radar, isn't it? That we can hear yeah, it was ba- like bounce back on them. You could see like a star being wobbly and know that there's planets there or something. Oh, and I somebody just goes, <laughs> I think there's a yeah. Kepler 186F, right? I don't know. Telescopes do some stuff. They're <laughs> not telescopes, but like satellites. Yeah. The floating ones. And also, quick note, these are not easy planets to get to either. They're like lifetimes away. We can't even get to the next planet over. I know. That's what I mean. So sometimes <laughs> it's like... Cart in front of the horse, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, excellent homework, though. Thanks. And here's the thing. Maybe I'll paint this anyway. <laughs> you should. It's fun. We should have a little pumpkin painting time. Ah, uh, pumpkin painting. It's been night. on the dock for a while. Okay, so. Ready for my homework? I am, yeah. All right, so I couldn't watch First Man for reasons previously stated. So the addendum was to go in and just watch a space movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then give my kind of take on it, little quick synopsis. Uh, I'm assuming yeah. lean into the space stuff. And yeah. then uh, another one for the season is a spooky space movie. Yeah. So for my first one, and this will let you know what I watched. Because you're going to say it? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, there's an ad. 
One second, guys. One second. Don't worry. Okay. This is why we need an intern. Yeah. Get ready. Today on Homework with Friends, Logan reviews. <laughs> I, do, I watched I just, the right stuff. Yeah. I just want to say, in the history of this podcast, you doing one of those music talking things has never worked out in your favor. I think it was, oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I probably ought to know that. Well, let's hear now. about it. Okay, it was fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I watched the film The Right Stuff. It is about the early days of our space exploration program, yeah. uh, primarily focusing on the Mercury 7 missions. Look at that. Um, the idea was to basically, at that point, get humans into space is the overall genre. It's like out of our Not atmosphere. Not the genre, the overall, the, the goal of the movie. Um, so the, just a, some quick data on the movie came out in 1983, directed by Philip Kaufman. Um, also adapted by Philip Kaufman from the book The Right Stuff by Tom Wolfe, mm -hmm. which was published just a few years prior to that. But uh, yeah, but it's all takes place around these um test pilots yeah uh who were doing mainly stuff for the air force okay so they're all air force guys yeah and then i didn't know if you had a question or... no just <laughs> listen just i, so I haven't seen this movie um uh, get all the other boring metadata out of the way um it's a long movie it How was long? three hours and 15 oh, minutes God. long and it has a huge cast in it just to name a few off the top, it's got Dennis Quaid in it. Quaid. You got Ed Harris in there. Harris. Sam Shepard. Shepard. Dagan Turner as an actor. He was Oscar nominated. The film did get eight. Shepard was? For Best Supporting Actor. Um, and then he did not win. But the film was uh -huh. also nominated for uh, Best Picture, I think Best Director. Uh, and then it, it won like all the technical awards, like Best Sound Editing. Yeah. Uh, best mixing. Man, audio a good engineering. space movie always kills it in that. Shit. You gotta, yeah, because you got you get so loud. Yeah, ah, God, it's so loud in this space. But also, just attempt the dad from the leftovers is in it. Oh, uh, what's his name? I I guess I got it up right here, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, what is going He's in on? A lot of stuff. Jeff Goldblum's in it. Oh, Harry Shearer's in it. I've realized recently that Jeff Goldblum might be my idol. He's pretty good in it. It's a young Goldblum, so he's really not doing full Goldblum kind of stuff yet, but you see some seeds of it. Yeah, see. You see some odd choices yeah. here and there. Um, so here's what I'll say about the movie is my general opinion. It's kind of a slog. Yeah? It, it is long. I don't doubt it. And as a movie, it, it's a biopic, so I mean, I know you just saw First Man. You don't have a lot of opportunity to like craft the narrative because certain things just have to happen, mm -hmm. right? Um, and what you choose to see is important. But man, okay, so basically, they send these two guys from NASA to go scope out all these test pilots who are out in California. This is the late 50s. Okay. Um, at this point, it's post-war. We're in the Cold War with Russia and technological advancement now that all the troops are back home is like priority number one. Like we're trying to show off to everybody yeah. and like use the post-war like momentum to like keep the train of movement yeah um so all these test pilots are out there and basically it's chuck yeager is the main one that they focus on and that's sam shepherd's character and he's just trying to break the sound barrier oh man yeah. sam shepherd's so fucking cool. yeah so that's what it is and then so like nasa's like, apparently as they're characterized has like a stick up their butt about who they want to send up into space yeah and then the fighter pilots have a, a bone to pick with nasa because they're like who gives a shit? Like, mm -hmm. it's so funny to watch a movie where people don't care that much about space. <laughs> like, uh, whatchamacallit, Sam Shepard's character, or, or the human Chuck Yeager, just kind of like, just spamming a can up there. <laughs> it's like, you guys just gonna get blown up. It's like, Jesus Christ, okay. Um, but eventually, both NASA gets, after seeing what these guys can do in the planes, and once the guys understand, like, there's, like, legitimate career opportunities. Yeah. Um, in doing this, they recruit like a crew of seven guys who then becomes a Mercury Seven. A good hour of the movie is just like all the testing stuff, like, yeah, the psychological testing, um, the G force testing. Watched a lot of that. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's awesome it to cool, see. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I guess if I'm going to pick out uh, some themes of it, is I think masculinity is a theme. It's all this is a movie is a dude fest. Yeah, uh, this is a very 1983 movie. It was kind of hard to watch because all the um 
all the female subplots mm-hmm. um a were su- only subplots and like it's all these wives who get like dragged to everywhere that these crazy ass fighter pilots yeah. go and basically their whole arc is man they're gonna be astronauts calm down <laughs> and it's like they're clearly trying to focus on this woman who like does not like her husband doing it it's dennis mm-hmm. quaid's character who's just kind of like a little he's like a little bit sociopathic like he's a little unhinged yeah and she's like just not happy she's like always in like on the verge of crying based mm-hmm. on what he's doing and like i don't really think they resolve it he just goes no. to space is that not what normal relationships are supposed to be yeah actually you know what you got it that's, that's what it was so i mean i think there's like some things in it that like don't date super well like honestly I, it, the movie would almost be better not to not represent the wise but like to maybe not have it painted in that light yeah it just seems like there's such accessories to the men and i think it'd be more interesting to almost follow them for a whole separate movie mm-hmm. you know because that is fascinating to me anyway yeah they've got some stuff to say space stuff is cool they it's old school movies so um they use a lot of models for like the planes but it looks uh, all the flight scenes look awesome um not getting too many spoilies away but they get to space (laughs) (laughs) they do it (laughs) um and it's a good watch yeah Um, i would say my review of this flick would be if you got a Sunday afternoon, go for it. Go for Put it. Put it on, clean the apartment. You can tune in about every 10, 15 minutes, and here's what they're doing, trying to get Ooh. to space. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. If you're hungover, that'd probably be a good flick. It is. Yeah. yeah. And, and, the, and here's what I'll say, too. Like, I know I'm kind of like knocking like how masculine the movie is and stuff, but all the actors are great. Mm-hmm. Like, it's pretty well acted. Um, the movie looks beautiful okay um and it's just a really cool snapshot of that piece of american history um because it's not super spacey it's like pretty down to earth yeah <laughs> it like talks about some of the technological advancements and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff and it talks a little bit about like the secrecy of what they're actually doing and all those yeah. kind of things the funniest like story beats are when like you know how like they're gonna send monkeys up into space mm-hmm. like the the Mercury 7 guys were, like, pissed that they were going to send monkeys up. <laughs> they were like, we're the monkeys. Yeah, but then, like, it's like, oh, well, it's kind of, like, for PR, and also it's kind of see, will the monkey die or not? <laughs> Do you want to be the dead monkey in the plane? So, they probably did. <laughs> they're like, I would rather, because yeah. I have a death wish. Um, but, yeah, that's the right stuff. Uh, and, uh, you got any questions about it? Um, so, no, I don't. I mean, questions about the movie? Not really. I kind of want to watch it now. Yeah. Uh, it, I think you'd like it. So now, do you classify this as a space movie? Here's what I'll say. Yes. After watching it, and uh-huh. I was talking to you off mic about it, I think I chose wrong. I mean, it's all got to do with space stuff. Yeah. It's like, I like biopics, mm-hmm. and I like historical dramas, but I was trying to watch me a space movie. Yeah. And... uh not a lot of space. <laughs> a whole lot of upset, angry men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, who knows? Maybe that's on a space shuttle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah, that's the that's the one I watched there. Okay. Um, so, The Right Stuff. The uh, Right now Stuff. Now it's time for the... That sounds like kind of like a 90s rom-com. Yeah, doesn't it? Name. The Right Stuff. The Right Stuff. The song I played earlier... Remember? Yeah. Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> okay, now you got it. Hey, now he's on board. Um, okay, so then, for the horror movie, mm-hmm. I don't like I picked the wrong one, but boy, oh boy, was this one that I was not in the mood to watch. Cloverfield Paradox. Wait, I thought you just watched Pandorum. I did the switcheroo on you, baby! <laughs> you put it on and then just... Yeah! <laughs> okay, so, I don't know if I'm just having a hard time focusing on movies at all, mm-hmm. or if I uh, just was, like, hating, like, the scenery of just, like, a haunted spaceship. Yeah. Because uh, it just all looks the same. Everything looks the same on, like, a horror space movie. So, I put on this one movie, Pandorum. Yes. Uh, which, like, was showing up on all these lists of, like, underrated sci-fi horror movies, and I started watching, like, 45 minutes of it, and I was like, golly, if I have to see one more person just jump out and scream until someone goes no 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 it's okay <laughs> i'll just be like i'm done i'm over this movie so i turned it off and then today i decided to watch cloverfield paradox yeah because i didn't even know i knew like people were like Meh, on it but did the surprise release earlier this mm-hmm. year 
And like I like the other two Cloverfield movies. And I heard that this one was like bad. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe at least I'll get some uh, some some how this get made vibes from it. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I have seen Pandorum. I'm glad you picked another movie that I haven't seen. I'm interested. Yeah. In so uh, <laughs> Cloverfield Paradox, bad movie. It's not a good movie. <laughs> okay. Um, what happens? Okay. So basically, Earth is fucked. Uh, yeah, we're running out of energy. Obviously, things aren't going good there. So obviously, you send a space crew of about eight people, all from different countries, up to go into space to hunt for energy. Yeah. Now, what language did they end up choosing to speak? Because they're all from eight different countries. So I'm going to say it mainly English, <laughs> <laughs> but there are some uh, characters from different countries who choose to. Speak in their tongues. Remember the sniper from uh, *Inglorious Bastards*. Yes. Yeah. So he's in it, and he like I think he can speak everything. So if he's just one on one with somebody, he'll speak like their language, and yeah. they'll speak the language back to him. Most time, people are talking English, um, but it's supposed to be like this whole like it's a unified effort yeah. on the Earth to send people up. Um, but I think, and I think I, I had to look up stuff on the movie to figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. So. Because they're testy once we catch up with them. They're angry. They're just kind of like, ugh. And nothing's working out. They don't really know what's going on. So they end up... It's been two years. Two years in this Mm -hmm. mission. And things aren't going that good. And then uh, some guy pops on some news report and starts talking about the quote-unquote Cloverfield Paradox. Which is basically outlining what is going to happen. Yeah. Is it, he's like, it's crazy. I, I don't even like talking about this, but the Cloverfield Paradox could happen. And the news reporter's like, what is the Cloverfield Paradox? He's like, monsters will come out if they if they open up these energy beams. And I'm just like, what energy beams? What are we doing? Like, yeah. How do you do You can't just go into space and grab an energy beam. But they do. They somehow find an energy beam. Okay. <laughs> and I guess they redirect it to Earth. Okay, oh, and then T.J. Miller's there. Yeah, T.J. Miller's got his camera. He's like, yeah. "Well, monsters, man, <laughs> what's going on?" Um, so eventually they find this like what they're looking for, which yeah. I guess is just like an energy thing that they can then like redirect to Earth to have an infinite supply of energy. It's like a portal or something like that. That makes sense to me. Sure. And uh, here's what happens though: as soon as they hit the portal, like Earth disappears. It goes away. So they they actually think they like destroyed the Earth. With energy, and they're like all freaking out and yeah, all that kind of but stuff. But they just probably transported us somewhere, right? Yeah. So it turns out they just like hop dimensions. But when they hop dimensions, like their like their ship and the people inside the ship like integrated. So like uh. the, the first thing is like one of the crew members is just like trapped inside the walls of the ship, and she's like, "Help me! Help me!" And she's like fused with some of the metal and all that kind of stuff. It's all wrapped around her, and they're like, "Oh, it's." She's scary now. Yeah. And this other guy uh, like looks in the mirror and his eyeball starts going the other way. And he goes like, oh, no. He just messes with it. And then suddenly he's 3D printing a gun and he's trying to shoot his crew members. He's all crazy. Oh. Yeah. So it goes. that's where the horror starts. That's kind the, of a normal trope of a space Yeah. Horror. It's like, oh, we're space crazy like One guy now. goes crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, but like everyone starts going crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he gets space crazy and then he's about to shoot his friends and they're like, don't do it. And he goes like, and like starts vomiting and he's yeah. just full of worms. Yeah. yeah. Cause they have worms on the what ship. What color were they? Red. <laughs> Cause all the guts. Um, so, <laughs> so basically everybody on the ship goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of enjoyable sometimes. Kind of not, kind of like, huh? Like, because, like, one guy is, like, seeing his daughter. Another person is having, like, visions of her family. Uh, eventually, they happen upon another Earth, and they fi- figure out it's from Earth from another dimension. Like, that's yeah. when they kind of found out that they're in the wrong timeline or whatever. I've read comic books. And, that's, and that's why, like, their singularity is mixing up because, like, they're not supposed to be in that timeline. So the whole fabric of the reality is crushing yeah. on them. So, but there's this one woman who, like, notices that her family is alive on that Earth, and the other Earth is, like, ostensibly dead. Not the, not the lady fused with the ship. No, just, like, one of the main protagonists. So she's like, I won't go down there. <laughs> and everyone's like, no, yeah. nah, you can't. Um, and then, this is the crazy part. I gotta show you this. How does she realize that? I think they can, like, see it. They got, like, transmissions. Oh. I think. I don't know. 
And I actually read like that part on the Wikipedia. Transmission I read that. On, <laughs> I read it on a synopsis, and I had no clue that happened. <laughs> oh, weird. So, but anyway, the funniest part is so Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, he's great. He's horrible in this movie. Why did he? Why did he take this role? I have no clue. Get that uh, money. Yeah, get that cheddar. But um, so there's a scene basically where he shoves his arm, like he's like inspecting something on the wall, and his arm just gets sucked in by the ship. And then, like, he pulls it out and just, like, cuts it off clean. So I want to play this this clip, which just cracked me up when I saw it. It's, like, one of the few so bad it's good moments. I'm going to skip ahead here a little bit just so for more engaging content. So, basically, he's getting his arm pulled out of the side of the ship as I'm talking right now. And hopefully the audio is picking up. Maybe not. Oh, doesn't want to usually. Okay, here we go. (laughs) His arm is off. bloody arm uh, uh so it's it's, down. It, it's like spoke like it's supposed to be kind of tongue-in-cheek like those yeah. kind of moments but they're not that often in the movie yeah so it like does not do the the, the successful job of a comic relief it's just mm-hmm. kind of like are you supposed to be funny or are you supposed to be serious because everyone's so serious all the time and he's not that funny to be a comic relief so Cloverfield Paradox. Cloverfield Par- Paradox. So that arm that gets cut off ends up writing a message. What? Yeah. Right. Saying to cut open the guy who had the worms burst out of him. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, they find like a little power core for the ship. Inside the guy. Inside the guy. Because yeah. the guy is the ship, and they're the worms. Whoa! <laughs> okay, now I kind of like this movie. <laughs> no, but so they use it, I'm pretty sure, and I, once again, 100% don't know what really happened uh even after watching the movie they put the power core back in the ship they jump back to the right dimension and then they end up blasting the earth with the infinite energy beam to Mm -hmm. solve their power crisis yes plot twist makes the monsters makes the monsters so the cloverfield monster uh, ends up emerging from the clouds at the very very end of the movie oh i should get a better look at it 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 screams for like fifteen seconds. You actually get a good look at it. Yeah, yeah. like about as good as the last scene of Cloverfield One. Was there just one monster in Cloverfield? I thought yeah. there were a couple. Uh, maybe there's like another that pops up. Or you think like Godzilla? There's, a, there's like no, because there's like one. I just watched this movie not too long ago. Because there's like one that's walking around the city, but there's also one like that. There's like a giant tentacle that comes out that crushes a bridge. Oh yeah, maybe. So yeah, I think more monsters happen. Yeah. Um, and it was fine. So what, like going online and reading people write about it being kind of wacky, like was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and actually I watched one video essay of a guy talking about like everything wrong with the Cloverfield paradox. Um, and it was funny at the end, he said, don't waste your time on this movie. Go watch good space horror movies like Pandora. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ah, maybe I should have. And then also life. I didn't even. I forgot all about life from last year uh-huh. with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I watched that. I was like, oh, maybe I should have done that one. You should have watched that one. That was pretty all right. Yeah, I, well, I was like, oh, I actually wanted to watch that. It just movie. at least has like a, some good people in it. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, Cloverfield Paradox. Uh, it's not. I don't even think it'd be that fun with like a group of people around scary movies season time. So here, here's what we're gonna do. Okay. Do the right thing. Scale of bell pepper to Carolina Reaper. How hot is it? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Scale of one to ten. How hot's the movie? Yeah. Um. I mean, this is a bell pepper, man. Bell pepper? Is... Do the right thing? Wait, the movie do the right thing? Yeah. You mean the right stuff? The right stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I forgot the name of it. I haven't seen it. The right stuff. The right stuff? Scale one to ten. I'm giving it for me. Yeah, six to seven. Okay, 
But I think it's probably more like a seven or an eight level of movie. Yeah. I just I don't know if I'd really watch it again. Cloverfield Paradox. What we got? Strong two. Strong two. That's a two. Strong I two. don't want to see it. Again. Could be worse. Strong two. Yeah. So. Hey. I mean, yeah. Those are my movies. Those are your movies. Yeah. Have fun right. with them. That was fun. Yeah. So hey. interesting choices. Pleased with that. What uh? What's next? I think we got to do grades. Yeah, and guess what, guys? As you know, we got rid of that crazy grading system. We're down just to the guts. Down to the guts, just percentages. All right, so uh, we're going to go ahead and get to those right 100% now. It's time for those grades. Time, hey, we, are, we knew it. We said we're giving them right now. Yeah, we need to <laughs> just stop even teasing you guys. Right? Yeah. There's no gap. We don't take breaks, guys. Yeah, come on. Um, So I got my grade for you. You got yours? You going first? Yeah, I had the class all exercises privilege. Let's hear it. So, my man, mm-hmm. I learned a lot about these planets today. Yeah. And despite it being somewhat comical, this is a great diorama we've got. <laughs> and I like it because you did it. And it was your dunce punishment. Your yeah. dunishment. My, dun- my dunny. My dunny. <laughs> so... That being said, I, I don't see a reason not to give you a 90% A- minus on this homework. 90% A-? minus. Yeah. Well, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, we got a happy guy over here. It's a, I don't know if I've gotten an A for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if any of us have gotten an A in a while. <laughs> uh, well, look at that. That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. You earned it. Uh, I feel like I graded you harsh now. That's fine. You always get that feeling. Yeah. Here's, here's another reason I want to give you that nice bump is I, I think that's like legitimately interesting content. Yeah. <laughs> it's the space it was stuff. Mine was just, I talked about a couple movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, most, of you, most of the points um, that you got knocked off were uh, oh, just lack of enthusiasm. There was a little lack you of seemed, enthusiasm. It seemed like you, you didn't really want it. You, you, like you were phoning it in a little bit this week. I didn't do my normal above and beyond. Yes, you did not. <laughs> and this is what I've been telling you. You're going to set the bar too high for I've yourself. I've done it before, yeah. You, you've been hitting us with surprises every week for a while. Uh, first man, I actually had like some really, I think, good ideas. That I'll just, uh, I'll just you? save for another thing. Okay. I, wanted, I had a big plan for it. Yeah, so... Kind of bummed when it fell through. So, so I think that, because you've been coming with such heat, yeah. it felt like you were just low energy. Like you were just like, you were like, ah, done. <laughs> it wasn't very much done yeah. homework but i still didn't hit you that hard no. i gave you an 84 okay i'll I felt take like it it was an assignment done it was an assignment done. it was done with enough effort to get that b yeah and just call it a day there's room for improvement yeah so that guess that means oh i have a special surprise oh uh, entertain the audience well i'm okay uh, i'll be right back oh sorry guys i <laughs> i'm so enthralled by the surprise yeah there's okay. a. Uh, I know what the surprise is. No, I'm not surprised anymore. Pulled out of retirement. I know it's a audio podcast, so you can't see it. But don't tell them what I found. So Logan has found once again one of our handmade dunce caps. I'm the dunce from the famed and critically acclaimed web series Victory Lap, season six. <laughs> I mean, episode six, season one, <laughs> season six. <laughs> so it turns out. I'm the dunce this week. You are the dunce. All right. That makes me the old head of the class. Hey, good week. It's good to be back in the studio. It's good to be back over here at the, at the table. We didn't really talk about it, but we're at the table. Yeah, so let's uh, let's get into next week. Next week. We're, now we got to come up with a freaking dunce assignment. We're going to keep... Oh, yeah, now you do. So we got to roll on with this horror theme. Mm-hmm. So I thought it'd be fun if we hit on the super topical subject of zombies you want to do zombies i want to do zombies okay so here's what i got for you okay i'll think of something while you're going yeah so this could be boring Mm -hmm. but it's still zombies so my challenge to you is you know spice it up okay but uh let's get the history of zombies history of zombies let's uh when they first started appearing okay um i guess it's gonna all have to be like media because they're not real uh, so I guess it has to be kind of more like a pop culture-y assignment. Uh, says who? Okay, yeah, you're right. Do the hard science <laughs> on the zombies. Oh, <laughs> Dunce hat just fell off my head. Um, so yeah, give me the the history of zombies, um, open template. However, I've got a lot of ideas already. Great. 
All right. You ready for yours? Yes. This will work. I think everybody's everybody's done this at some point in their life, but I want you to give me your zombie survival guide. Oh, because what you know what? Papa's ready to tear you apart on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, this is gonna be the NBA lineup all over again, all right? <laughs> <laughs> this is you're not the right person to argue a survival guide with zombie or otherwise. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm into it. It'll be I good. Want your zombie survival guide, yeah. and I just came up with your. My dunce assignment. Yeah. Uh, for to recap, if you guys didn't know, there's now the dunce punishments. There's so dunce do, punishments. I have to do an extra thing. That is an expectation. It's not bonus. Yeah, it's not bonus points. It's expected. I guess if you don't do it, once again, just like being the dunce before nothing happens. But yeah, but you could <laughs> you run the risk of being the dunce again. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's not a good punishment. <laughs> <laughs> but this got you. You know what? The the diorama did get you some bonus points. Yeah. In I feel, now I feel like if I actually would have painted it, you would have just. It might not have worked out that well in my favor. Maybe. Because <laughs> it wouldn't have been good. It wouldn't have been the funny thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so you're, you're actually your bonus dunce, uh, dunce assignment is going to be uh, that, that big old hit show, the old The Walking Dead. Okay. I want you to dress up as your favorite character. <laughs> For the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into we'll it. We'll post some picks up. I can do it. Some pickies for everybody. That's a, dunce, that's a good dunce punishment. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Okay. That does it. That's it. For another week. Another week of homework with friends in the books. Hey, guys. This one's coming at them when it's supposed to, so you're welcome. Yeah. We let us never be told we're not a Thursday podcast. Yeah. Uh, but thanks for listening. As always, if you want to connect with us, homeworkwithfriends at gmail.com, at homeworkpod at Twitter. Um, T Public store for some merch will be in the bio. Uh, like Street Studios. Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> uh, That's it. Uh, look at that third eye blind on MySpace. Yeah, and my personal phone number is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, oh, uh, from from your favorite classmates to you, thank you for listening as always. And oh, uh, you took it as always. I took it always. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey. Do your homework. Do your homework. Nerds. Bye.